All right, guys, welcome back to the Dan and Aaron Lycorama. This is part two of the Chris Locke interview about college radio. Take it away, all three of us, other people from a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. God, what else? Uh, we So I. it bears repeating that we did the, um, the President of the United States of America episode. That was fun yeah. as hell. I was I was trying to circle back around to that. I couldn't find a good segue, but yeah, well, the uh, the history of rock and roll. Yes, where it was uh, two solid hours of Chris and I slowly and and um, very deliberately introducing uh, descriptions of discussion of uh, um the origins of rock and roll in um, uh, like black slave music during the 1800s and then it becoming, you know, blues. And each time that we'd stop and we'd say that we were going to play like a ragtime song or we were going to play, you know, Elvis, we would play um, Lump by presidents of the United States of America. And then when we got to nineties alternative and said, here's Lump by presidents of the United States of America, we played, God, was it Peaches or Kitty? I can't remember. I think it was Peaches. I think it was Peaches too. Yeah, because Kitty had I want yeah, Kitty on my foot and I want to fuck it. Yeah. Um so great, yeah. That's a great yep. long gag. Yeah. 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 And we did it, we played it very dry. It was like um, you know, we talk about the the blues, the origin of the Delta blues, and then we say like we're gonna play a song by Muddy Waters and we'll play uh, you know, some blind Willie McTell you know, whatever. And then we just play lump three times in a row Yes, and come back and be like, yeah, you just heard, you know, broke down engine blues by blind Willie McTell. And, you know, like it was very serious. And then we say like, you know, blues evolved into uh, like, if you just speed up blues, then you get rock and roll. And Elvis was, you know, one of the pioneers of that. And so um, people right, don't right. realize, the, you know, blah, blah, blah. So here's, um, Big Mama Thornton's version of Hound Dog, followed by Elvis Presley's version of Hound Dog, and you'll you'll hear the differences and the similarities. And then we just played Lump twice, <laughs> and came back and said that was Big Mama Thornton's Hound Dog and Elvis Presley's Hound Dog. And so we didn't let on the entire time that there was anything going right. on. You know, we really melted right. through the the British invasion and you know New Wave and you know all that stuff. It was a good I remember time. you and I planning that episode the the afternoon of and sitting there between like Wikipedia and one or two discography sites and just pulling bits and pieces of what we were going to say while we were on air to make sure that it was very deadpan and very serious. But I also yeah. remember at the same time that we were doing it, giggling uncontrollably as we looked at each other and go, we're just going to play low. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's was like, so much. It's one of those things. Fun. If you wink, if you if you do the wink, it just ruins the the entire thing, and then yeah. you have to re, you have to start the show from scratch because yeah. the joke would be ruined. But yeah, yeah. that's awesome. It was so I much fun it. just doing a straight up deadpan. Um, yeah, we there there was a another thing that came out of the KPVX era was. My love for Negative Land. Um, we played some Evolution Control Committee. It was uh, one yeah. that Dan introduced me to. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And they were on Negative Land's label, so they were yeah. like the disciple or so. And I met that right. guy at a knitting factory. He was, he oh, was a neat cool. guy. Yeah, I took my picture with him and stuff. Yeah, they were cool. I, you know, one of my favorite things, <clears throat> one of my favorite things was um, Chris would just show up with like a crate of records. And I'd be like, what do you got? And he'd be like, I don't know. I thought this would be fun. And he'd pull out 13 different things. It'd be like drum beats from the 90s, the tuba throat singing, um, you know, uh, the the Big Mac song, you know, and it's just like, yeah, just put it all on. Why the hell not? Fin- you know, finish for foreigners. I get a lot of foreign language records. I love like, those. Those are so much fun. Yeah. Oh, there was this one that was like uh, part of a course for learning how to type and it was like people um dictating letters and like conversations and stuff and but it was like on 45s <laughs> oh okay wow i do i, was gonna say, I think i i think like, i had one of those but it uh, was i it, mine was dear, something different okay dear mr walker it has come to my attention that in our most recent uh, discussion blah 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 business 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 right Right. And yeah, just like super dry, but like very clear audio from from different voices. It was really yep. good. Yeah, yeah. I had a uh, how to speak Greek, and uh, I had a uh, we I I talked about it a couple of episodes ago. But the uh, uh, a record for vets for how to hear different dog heartbeats and like identify what's wrong with the dog. Oh man, that's uh, fantastic! Uh, one was a uh, um, a Japanese no theater, so it 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 sounded like the speed was wrong because it's so slow. Right. It they it's like five seconds per syllable. They go so slow, and so I I would use that as bed music. Just, Just us. Us talking about this reminded me of um, another one that that Chris had brought in, which I remember absolutely loving because it never stopped giving great content, which was the A Taste of Germany record um, where it it walked you with a narrator in the background. Uh, It was very 1950s, 1960s sounding narrator, um, like almost kind of like a, a Walt Disney style narrator. Um, walking you through these different soundscapes of Germany, and and um, oh, the, the the line that I remember is like you know happy lads going about their day in a wonderful traditional German dance, and then they go right into <laughs> playing the polka, and it's not just the polka; it's the polka with sounds of people like drinking beer at like you know a you know Oktoberfest type yeah. of thing going on, clinking, uh, and- that, yeah. And I, I just remember "Happy Lads" uh, because I know we <laughs> use that one a lot. Um, but yeah, that Happy was Lads. Yeah. We, What's we that? came up with a, a cassette of um, it like came with a Happy Meal back in the day, and it was yes! um, like Ronald McDonald uh, trying to put together a Halloween radio show or something. I'm and so, so happy you remembered this. Yes, yeah. and he's like. <laughs> uh, you know, Hey guys, can we like do a thing? And and they're like, ooh, and he's like, not bad, <laughs> but could you try it again and see if you can make it a little more Halloweenish? <laughs> and 
and we we cut the just the weenish off the end of Halloweenish, and we used it for Erner, who's the intro or the outro. But we just have Ronald McDonald going, "No problem, weenish." <laughs> and we cut it with we cut it with the freaking um. Uh, the kids insulting each other from Mr. TV, uh, be somebody or be somebody's fool. <laughs> so you hear, no problem, Weenish. Ooh. Oh, and the, yeah, and the kids from, um, De La Soul is dead. Yes. Guy, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The penis. Ah, what are you doing, Arsenio? And they're like, ooh, you let him call you me Arsenio. <laughs> Body slam him, Jeff. God, that was so much so fun. We like, actually no problem, Weenish. <laughs> we actually just talked about De La Soul um several episodes ago. Dan Yeah, um, De La Soul is dead. That's yeah. one of my absolute favorite records. Dan had to drive that and entire I don't know, episode between... because I've only listened to that album about three or four times. I just remembered loving oh. every bit of it. So I was like, Dan, take center freaking stage, man. Oh man, that, yeah, I, I could have sat in on that. I love that record. Yeah, I, I well, yeah, I couldn't remember if it was. Uh, I knew it from you and Mike and Mike, and yeah. I didn't know which one of you found out about it or if, or if you guys heard it on the radio or what. It was definitely Mike and Mike talking about it, and I sat there and listened to them talk about it, and I was so jealous that the two of them. I mean, that, that kind of happened a lot uh, back, mm. back in the day. It was like Mike and Mike would be all into something, and they'd be talking about it and laughing and, you know, whatever. And I'd just be sitting there going, uh, I listen to Metallica. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you I, know, the I, real rock is, is this one over here, uh, guys. <laughs> um, it, it was always, it just seemed like they were, they were so much more uh, advanced and had more more uh refined taste and and i would listen to some of the stuff that they would talk about and i'd just be like yeah I, it, it's okay i guess i don't get it like when uh mm. okay computer came out the two of them were just like oh man it's like you know have yeah, you seen the yeah. video for this radiohead song and and i was just like yeah i didn't really care for it but you know like 15 years later i'm like god that album is good so it took me a long time to catch up with those guys. They were always a couple steps ahead of me. It, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that, um, so I was, I mean, um, wait, till, wait till you hear about these Beatles guys. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I've heard nothing but good things about them. Um, I was, <laughs> I was kind of last link in the chain. So like, I guess, you know, Mike and Mike, uh, would, talk about stuff i would get it then from you chris and then or i would get it from you dan and at a certain point once dan headed off to uh, college uh it was it was awesome because then i was getting kind of two separate feeds uh one from from chris and then and then one from dan of cool stuff to go check out and listen to but i i you know there was a long time where i i kind of just decided that it was okay to be the tag along uh, when it came to music, because I, I didn't know what my taste was. Uh, I just decided at a certain point that my, my taste was everybody else's taste and it worked out pretty well because, uh, Dan had incredibly good taste and you had incredibly good taste, Chris. So, uh, you know, I would just be like, really, really? What else do you guys have? You know, and go download. Yeah, there, was, I could. Well, 
every time you would introduce me to something like Evolution Control Committee, and I'd be like, man, that's great. How'd you come up with that? And you'd be like, oh, Dan. Dan. Yeah. Well, I mean, and at the time I was, uh, I was reviewing records at the radio station at Wuvit. And so I was listening to 40 new CDs a week. And that's right. You know, 35 of them I would hate. And 10 of them I would, you know, put into the stacks and five of them I would love. And I'd be like, oh, these five are great. Aaron, you got to check out these two. These are amazing. Yeah. And that's another bit that we actually talked about. And so that's uh, why, like, they were always good because, you know, if it's the top, what's two fortieths is what, 5%. So, yeah, like the the top 5% of that week's stuff. Yeah. And and actually, that was another thing that, that you and I talked about. And we'll talk about that, especially when we get Jake on, because Jake and I um, swore by those little bios. So, Chris, Dan would write the little, the like, summaries, like the sticky note summaries that would go on to the CDs. So when we were there, like, doing the radio show, this is back when we were doing, like, the more formatted radio show. Sometimes we'd play some of the stuff that was in the, the CD, like, the... Um, uh, short play, immediate play pile. Um, we'd pull those out and then there'd be these little descriptions on it where it's like, did you like Radiohead or, you know, are you a big fan of, I don't know, RJD2? Then you'll love these guys. And then we'd throw it in and, you know, it'd be like 50 50. You know, either we'd be looking at each other and go, this is garbage or, okay, this is pretty good. But yeah. like, yeah, Dan, Dan. And the, uh, thing, the thing with me with those types of reviews when I got there is, the only bands that I knew were ones that were hand-me-downs from you guys, mm. from, you know, you two and from Mike and Mike and them. And so um, I would see these reviews like, oh, well, this is like if the Delta 72 got together with Dinosaur Jr., uh, but right before this bass player OD'd, I'd like, I don't know any of these references. And so when it was my turn to write reviews, I made it a point to make it accessible. So anyone walking in off the street would know what to expect without having to have read the last 20 years of, you know, every music magazine. So that's why every CD that I picked out of that rack said, if you like Eagle Eye Cherry, you're going to love this. Because you wrote all of those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Every single you, one. Every single you one. You wanna be, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. You just had a rubber stamp that said, um on a scale of, you know, Yoko Ono to Eagle Eye Cherry, this is right. seven. And you just stamped that on every single one of them. <laughs> right. The this prodigy. If you liked Eagle Eye Cherry, you're gonna love this. The created the collected works of Johann Sebastian Chibok. If you liked <laughs> Eagle Eye Cherry, you're gonna love this. Yeah, just on and on. It's Through just the stacks. A couple corpse. Hammer Smash Face by Cannibal Corpse and yeah, uh, yeah. just a day it's in just the life like, by the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you flipped Eagle Eye Cherry on forty five, so I could dance to it. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next record. On to the next record. On to the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, it was uh, my my favorite thing was just you know. You showing up with new stuff that I had never seen. Dan would show up with like, you know, 
This is back in the era of um, burning CDs. Dan would just show up with these random CDs and he would name it something like, you know, I don't know, this crap was fun to me. And he would hand it to me and that would be what was written on the CD. I'd listen, you know, most of the way through it. And then I'd call Dan and be like, what's this really good song? You know, it's a, a fun What's era. track 19? I don't know. That was a yeah, fun as they were called time. like they were called like yay stuff and mm pie and um, yeah vicissitudes of tranquil subjective whatevers yeah not a lot of critical the, thinking went into making those mixtapes just no, like does this sound good yep. like a drag and drop yeah yeah because this was also you know I was I uh. I made them partly to take to the radio show and partly for, you know, I, I, a, a lot of the reason why you would get your hands on them is because I would tend to make them um, in the days leading up to uh, a vacation from school. So like Thanksgiving break or summer break or whatever, because it, it was a four and a half hour drive back home and I would right. need something to listen to in the car besides you know, well, I'm in Allegheny County now. What radio stations do they have? Oh, right. there's three, and they all suck. Okay. <laughs> Actually, one of the uh, best memories that I have of um, driving from Tech all the way back up to IU Bloomington has to be um, I left at night, and I knew that there was no way that I was going to be able to keep myself awake. Um, so... I remember this is just around the time that Red Bull appeared on the scene. And I remember picking up a series of Red Bulls and completing the process of setting myself up with the um, Phantomos discography from you. Um, like you had like the last thing that I needed. And then I listened to every Phantomos album on the drive up. And oh, I, I, like nice. I remember winking and a grinning at you at the beginning of the drive, it's like, yeah, I'll keep myself awake by scaring the shit out of myself. And mm -hmm. that shit worked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would recommend Delirium Cordia for no. 2 a.m. That's that's more of a sleepy one. That's yeah. more of a sleepy get nightmares. That, that shit kept me on the edge of my seat the entire drive, man. And any time that the yeah. songs would get slow, I'd be like, oh, I'll just skip to one of the even more frightening, scary ones. Oh, there we go. <laughs> now I'm frightened out of my wits as I drive up I-65. Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. Well, hey, should why don't we uh, plug some of your stuff? Yeah, I am uh, for it. I mean, we stopped talking about college radio a while ago a while but, back. <laughs> but yeah if you would like uh to learn high school you could go to a high school or um chris does a million he's he's done a million things is it uh is everything basically over at heartlessmachine.com is that where to start well i i actually um w one of the things that i do for fun is i buy weird domain names and redirect them to my website so <laughs> oh nice find me if you go to crapvendor.com c-r-a-p-v-e-n-d-o-r <laughs> crapvendor.com uh, or Vendor. um Choke me softly.com will take you. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, actually, <laughs> Choke Me Softly might go to my Etsy page. Um, I I sell pottery on my Etsy page uh, because the because Etsy makes it very easy for me to like to handle all the shipping and stuff. Right. So um, yeah, the little stuff that I sell goes through Etsy, and it's mostly pottery these days. And then the big stuff um, goes through um, heartlessmachine.com uh, or crapvendor.com. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. I don't care. Anyway, I'm sorry, man. Dot com. You're you're probably going to cut all this stuff out from the podcast, right? Uh, that. Uh, presupposes that we spend time heavily editing the podcast, which is not a thing that occurs. <laughs> I don't think you need to have I've only done that. I've only done that once. Have yeah. I cut out? I was like, oh my god, this three minutes is depressing. Yeah. I would go back and I've cut only... the last 15 minutes off. I'd just be like, hey, crap vendor. And you're like, that's funny. Click. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, um, you're right. You're right, Chris. De La Soul is Dead is a good album. God, it's so good. It's so and now, good. roll the end music. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, but go check out heartlessmachine.com. And you said, is it, is it C-R-A-P? Like a uh, doo-doo vendor? Yeah, yeah. It it came from okay. um, when uh, my wife and I were on our honeymoon in Italy. And every time you go to, like, a museum or, you know, whatever, you come out and there's this guy on the street. He's just got, like, a cart full of crap. And he's like selling little plastic pietas and like, you know, little like leaning towers of Pisa or whatever. And uh, he's just a vendor of crap. And so every time we came out of a museum or whatever, we're like, hey, let's go look at the crap vendor. (laughs) And I (laughs) I just did it. And it takes you directly to Heartless Machine. (laughs) Hooray! Okay, so now go oh, to, I'm so tickled. Go to um, chokemesoftly.com and see if it goes to my Etsy. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Chokemesoftly.com. I'm glad I'm not doing this on my work computer. All right. <laughs> chokemesoftly.com. Yep, and there it goes to the Etsy shop. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the domain oh, names fantastic. are cheap. You go to namecheap.com oh, and you can find domain names if it's available. It's like eight bucks a year. And that for for a joke like oh, that, yeah. it's worth it to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I got all kinds of <laughs> Do you have a website? Oh, do I have a website? <laughs> <laughs> I got twelve I got a, of them. That's funny. I got like a five minute story that goes with the choke me softly thing, but you know, it's late. So you do it if you want. I mean, it's fine. It depends on how late you want to stay. All right, I'll I'll tell the I'll tell the choke me softly story and then I gotta go. Okay. Yeah, we'll so, wrap it up. All right, that's fine. Uh, where I was at school last year and one of my students is like, "Hey, you got an Etsy store, right?" I said, "Yeah." She's like, "My friend has an Etsy store and she makes these chokers, these like uh, collars, spiked collars, you know, like punk rock spiked right. collar. Like that's cool." And she's like, "Yeah, but she doesn't use metal spikes or metal buckles. It's all fabric." I'm like, fabric spikes? She goes, yeah, they're like squishy fabric spikes. And she does it in all kinds of ways. Oh, cool. I'm like, that's awesome. She goes, yeah, they're good for like people with disabilities, people with epilepsy, stuff like that, because you're not going to hurt yourself or anybody else. And, you know, but like you get the look and like, it's cool. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Let me, let me look at her webpage. She goes, well, she doesn't have a webpage. She's got Etsy. I'm like, okay, what's her Etsy? She goes, ah, it's, uh, you know, like. I don't remember the girl's name, but it was like Boo Boo mm-hmm. Kitty Fuck 
you know, creations and, and right. chokers and right. stuff like, right. and I try to look it up. I can't find it. I'm like, tell me again. She says it and I'm, a little, I'm searching for it. I'm like putting in keywords. I can't find it. Right. So I, I'm like, what's the link? And she pulls it up on her phone. She pulls up the girl's Instagram and the Instagram has a link and it says like Instagram or um, Etsy.com slash capital M lowercase Q number eight. Oh. God, oh, it's yeah, like a pre-generated yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the default thing that they gave her. And I'm like, right. wrong. This is awful. Like, you need to tell your friend to get a domain name that is easy to remember and available and, like, you know, easy to spell. Like, you don't want to spell it weird. You don't want to be like, you know, soft chokers with a Z. Like, that's... Yeah, like, right. No, right. Right. Do it right, right? So she goes, well, let me, let me call her. Gets her on FaceTime. And the girl's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hey, I love your stuff, but... You need a domain name, and it's super easy. Eight, $8.88 a year, and you just tell it to redirect to your Etsy store. And, and the student's like, listen to this man. He knows what he's talking about. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds really complicated. And I'm like, you know, she goes, I made 24 sales yesterday. And I'm like, you, homie, you need, you need, uh, you need yeah, to do absolutely. this. Like, it's going to make, it's going to make your life so much better. You know, she's like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, so I said, um, let me go to Namecheap and I'll show you. And I typed in uh, a couple of things and I was like, choke me softly because they're soft chokers, right? Yeah. So choke right, me softly. Right. And, and my student is like, bro, that's brilliant. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I said, do you make these in like super large sizes? And she's like, why? And I said, for furries? And she's like, what? I'm like, you could make these in sizes yeah. for people to put, you know, on their over their furry costume on their fursuits yeah you go to a furry convention and you don't even have to dress up you just walk around and drop these cards that say chokemesoftly.com you'll be a millionaire in like three weeks she's like i don't know i don't know and i was like listen oh my god if you don't buy this domain name i will (laughs) yeah she's like "Ah, i'll have to think about it and my student is like homie listen to this guy so i said i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna eat dinner and after dinner i'm gonna see if this domain name is available if it's still available i'm buying it one of us (laughs) yeah so i kind of bought it out of spite because she um but it's with her her bad business sense yeah yeah and it's memorable it's spelled correctly it's you know yeah yeah so choke me, daddy is taken. <laughs> of course. Daddy long legs is taken. But last time I checked, choke me, daddy long legs is available. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully one of your listeners will uh, go look up choke me, daddy. Go by choke me, daddy long legs. There you go. Yeah. Hey. It reminds me of, uh, there was a, a comic on, um, on uh, Twitter that I saw about a year ago where it's um, the two guys are sitting there in the spider laboratory and they look at each other and they go, well, this spider's got really long legs. What do you think we should call it? And the guy says, the other guy says, well, I think we should just call it the long legs. And the first guy says, yeah, but I feel like we could make it kinky. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, yeah. Um, go, everyone. Go, go to heartlessmachine.com and check out Chris's awesome stuff. Uh, yeah, I have both of, yeah. both of you listeners out there. Yes, all. Three. <laughs> um, hey, hey! Don't give us that much credit. 
Yeah, I think we'll get a grand total of probably like 14 hits on each Lycorama episode, and at least 12 of them are Dan and I checking to make sure the link worked. <laughs> I feel like if uh, anybody, anybody who's made it this far into this, yeah, they should they should get a prize. Maybe we should that, do like a, you know, uh, go to Heartless Machine and uh, send me an email, and I don't know, I'll I'll email you back with a funny joke or something. I don't know. There I don't want to pay shipping. I don't want to pay shipping. I'll for email stuff. you back a, a big sloppy kiss. <laughs> you know what? For for your listeners, I will do like a, I don't know, like a 15% discount on anything, uh, but you got to email me and I'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. All right. So if no, you're listening, go. Yeah. None of your listeners want to buy any of this shit anyway, but you know, but if you do... <laughs> But it's great. It's all really good stuff. It's all really cool shit, though. Yeah, I have some of it. I know Aaron has some of it. Mike has some yeah. of it. It's good. It's great. It's great I stuff. Have a, I have a scissor spider climbing up the wall right next to my signed autographed uh, portrait of uh, George Takai. So, yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, yeah. You're welcome yeah, back anytime. Yeah, anytime. Chris. All right. I'm down. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. I'm gonna kill well, this. That's um, the end of this one. And yep. uh, but before we go, Aaron, you got to close us out with the uh, the official theme music, the official right. closing theme music. So yeah, it's been All the right. Like a Rama. Uh, thank you, Chris Locke. Thank you. Heartlessmachine.com. Yeah, I'll see. Um, and uh, let me and see if I can take uh, us out, Aaron. Of, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it goes a little something like this. Whip!